Merry Christmas, Darlene. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Lydia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I hear you're freezing and the weather's crazy over there. The weather is getting crazy in the tri-state area. We are, we were setting at 40 degrees this afternoon, about four o'clock. And it is now 10 till nine Eastern Standard Time. And we are dropping, we're going to drop over 50 degrees in about 10 hours. Wow. I've heard the whole nation is going through what they call this, this word is this, this, it's such a terrifying phrase, a bomb cyclone of winter weather. That's what they've been calling it. See, I haven't heard that, but I can tell you what, it's getting cold. We have all kinds of rain, so it's going to get icy. Oh, wow. And then on top of that, 60 mile an hour winds. So oh. I, you know, you have your tree, you have your tree up and you, you expect your kids to come over and. Oh yeah. Yeah. For Christmas Eve, I am hosting Christmas Eve on Saturday for about 30 people. If oh, goody. <laughs> That's great. That's cute. <laughs> I have decorations all over the house and I range in my office. Merry oh. Christmas. <laughs> okay, you got to see this. This is my favorite <laughs> ugly sweater. Dig this. Yeah, it's that a, would win, that would win the prize. <laughs> the bear is actually attached to the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you're carrying a whole person around. <laughs> I wear it every year. I can't wait to put it on. So do you guys do ugly sweater contests? Is that what you do? We did. I've always done one almost every year, but, uh, and my son lot misplaced his sweater. I'm sure he doesn't want to be caught dead in it ever again, but, um, and he's going to be in Texas for the, for holidays. So I won't see him. And Larry doesn't want to wear one. So we're also celebrating Hanukkah. I went to the menorah lighting last night in Calabasas commons, gorgeous celebration. There are a lot of security around because there's a lot of uh, threats against Jewish people right now, anti-Semitism. Really? It's all over the, the, the world right now. It's risen, oh. but we have to be very, very prayerful about, you know, this kind oh. of, uh, these attacks. But anyway, it was a beautiful ceremony. They had fireworks in Calabasas. Oh, nice. That sounds beautiful. That, sound, that sounds really beautiful. This is my favorite time of year. I, I just think that I, I love the twinkling lights. I love the beauty of it all. I don't mind snow and a little chilly, but yeah, weather right now is starting to scare everybody here because nobody, because, because the fear of the unknown, you don't know what's going to happen, but. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you really are. So it's really different than any other winter. I'm, I'm assuming my dad is 90 and I went to see them today to take some things up there just to make sure they were okay. Because of course, if something really would happen, I would bring them here with me. Yeah. Um, but um, he, he was saying, he goes, this is really frightening to me. Now for my dad to say that it's kind of odd. Where does he live? How far from you? About 20 minutes North. Are they in a, in a nursing home or? A oh, no, 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 no. They live in their own home. Oh, and they're, yeah. oh my God. And they live I alone. Jeans. <laughs> 84, 90, they, they live alone and yeah, they're pretty self-sufficient. Yes. That's amazing. Cause my mother up to 92, I mean, we had to move them into a home, you know, a care home. Yeah. With, oh, wow. I'm really excited to hear how healthy they are. Yeah, they are, they're very healthy. And um, yeah, so we've lived a very simple life. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's more of um, grassroots country, um, those types of things. I live in a smaller community, so it's it's nothing large. And, and um, you know, Christmas celebrations were a large part of our community. 
I mean, yeah. the community as a whole, you know, Christmas cookie bake-offs and oh, wow. Santa Claus. Yeah. So, and it still happens here. We're still, um, we still do all the old fashioned type things. And I love all that. You don't understand. I'm a Christmas nerd. I'm a, I'm a I geek out to the point of absurdity. I had, Larry didn't want to go last night, but I went with a girlfriend to Candy Cane Lane, which is 10 blocks of every house is all lit up like crazy here in Keno in, um, Van Nuys or West Valley, the LA Valley, San Fernando Valley. And Calabasas is where the Kardashians live and all those jet set people, but they have everything lit up like crazy. It's a really big time of year for everyone. We're I all- bet that looks, I bet that looks beautiful. I would love to is. see that sometime. It's pretty so, We're not a small town, but we still have the small town spirit. It's lots of little towns, you know? Like, yeah, like a lot of little towns. And, you know, I just look at the, I've, I've been- reading a lot and thinking a lot and um, just looking at a lot of things at this time of the year. And, you know, like really the reason for the season and it's, we're in Advent right now is because of the major event. Yeah. You know, and um, the reason is, for the season is also love, the birth of love. Absolutely. Love is what it's all about. The absolutely. Birth of love is. within all mankind, the birth of Christ, you know, the birth of the Christ spirit of that's right. And you know what, whenever you look at that whole entire picture and you think to yourself, there were so many unselfish people that created this moment in time, oh, you yeah. know, like, like Mary, I mean, you know, it, it's just like when you really think about Christmas and what it means and what it's about and the magic of it. And, you know, it's funny because like my granddaughter asked me, she's like, she's at that point where she's asking a lot of questions about Santa Claus, you know, and she was like, Gaga, do you believe? And I'm like, I absolutely believe. I said, it's the magical spirit of Christmas that never, ever leaves. And every year it's the same magic, you know, and it's the same beauty and it's the same yeah. love. And, and, you know, it's sometimes I just wish I could bottle this time of year too. and keep it all year long. Me too. Oh my gosh. You know, people we have, we have to, <clears throat> it's all about love. It really is all about love, loving your fellow man, forgetting all the worries, forgetting all the trials, right. forgetting everything, but focusing on the love within all of us that we all have within us. And that's how we were created. That's we it. were creating in the image and likeness of God. Exactly. Love. And so if you're created like that, that's exactly what you are, you know, the essence of this. And so it's really nice to think about that right before the holidays mm -hmm. and to think about sacrifices that people made and, mm -hmm. and gratitude that we have for all those type of things and our families and just all of that, just and forgive, that. forgive whatever you can't deal with right now. Forgive it, pour love on it, pour love on every problem. I mean, it sounds very nebulous to say pour love on a financial problem, but honestly, leave it alone right now. You know, do what you can with what you have, do the footwork and leave the rest in God's hands and love. Exactly. exactly. Um, I was, we've been watching Yellowstone and we're not in season five yet, but we've been like, it is the most violent show I've ever seen. And I have to tell you that the one character I loathe is Beth Dutton. And when you said you remind yourself of Beth Dutton, I wanted to go, no, I, well, you know, I just, Sometimes when I watch her, I mean, I wish that I could have her presence, right? 
and her, no, seriously, and her ability to captivate and just walk in and she knows her stuff. It's like, she doesn't make mistakes. She's a real alcoholic in her cups. I mean, she is so mean to people. Well, it's, but she strength, strength, women don't, women's strength doesn't have to imitate men and be no, violent. And I, and I, don't think, I don't think that she's mean because she's mean. I think that because, and, and, and you're probably not to this part of the show yet, but okay. her history, Wait, and I'm not going to tell you because I'm no spoiler alerts, but All right, okay. her history lends itself to the way that she behaves. And that is so perfect for all of us, because you know what, when we get right down to it, our childhood of origin yeah. issues and stuff creates who we are. And I think that's real important for younger people that are watching this, yeah. that are raising children. It's mm. important to know that what you do today sets the table for the future of those children tomorrow. Exactly. But what's so wonderful about you and me, I think, or our, our ability to overcome our past, we mm -hmm. didn't repeat the mistakes of our parents because we got, yes. we were blessed with this amazing recovery where we, I had a catastrophic spiritual awakening. I undid all the damage that my, I would have done. I would have repeated the crimes of my, yes, God bless her. And I forgive her. I would have repeated her crimes yes. if I hadn't had this recovery program where I surrendered. And I had a power greater than myself lift me out of this, the depths of suicidal despair. And I'm so grateful. I think that's what all, all our job, our job is, each person's job is to find their own salvation that way, through, through that avenue, that avenue, another avenue, through, through spiritual power, through God. And she, it's her duty to do that, though. It makes me mad that she continues to bully people and be cruel at that age in life. I mean, you got to grow up. It's her job to stop being cruel. She's abusive and bullying and I, I can't bear it. I run out of the room when she's on the screen. <laughs> it reminds me of somebody. It reminds me of somebody. Well, you know what? I have a shirt that says, don't make me go Beth Dutton on you. <laughs> and it's like a t-shirt. And I love it because you know what? Sometimes we have to stand up for what's right too. You know, I don't want to bully somebody just to bully somebody, but you know, I'm not a doormat either. Yeah, I know. I know. But and so it's silence it's, and grace is a much stronger feminine way of being strong than to imitate a man. I used to can't, I didn't like those true. movies where they, the women said, I'm strong as a man. And they would go out and kick butt like a man. That's not what women's strength is. We're much no. better than that. You know, men are the Neanderthal fighters. I don't like, here's what I don't like. A show like Yellowstone teaches people it's okay to just punch people out when you're angry rather than deal with your anger first right. before you that's true how neanderthal how backwards to to use use physical violence to get your emotions out you know anyway that's just my yeah. little segue for the holiday but yellowstone that's funny but that is a real popular show right now and i know a lot of people are watching it and um i do enjoy watching it so we're addicted to it we can't stop watching i it know I know me too. Me too. But it's, it's just, you know what? And it's really interesting, but you, but, but you know what you're doing, you, you said something that created an analogy in my head really quickly that I want to share, because when you look at Beth Dutton and how strong she is and how present she is in the moment, and she's always a step ahead of people, right? Like she, 
throwing the liquor. I, I really, I really admire that characteristic about that character mm-hmm. that she can walk into a room and feel secure and have made decisions that put her on the winning side, right? But when you think about Advent and where we're at right now in this time of year, and you think about the Blessed Mother, mm. that was another strong character yeah. that did it in grace and silence and allowing the spirit to lead her and direct her life. You know, oh, you yes, think about, yes, yes, yes. I mean, think about, think <laughs> about what that woman had to go through, right? I mean, yeah. being pregnant at like the age of 13, back in the day when people got stoned for that. Oh my God. And she did it. She had a choice. And that's, I think, important for all of us to know. We have choices every single day, right. every minute of every single day. What are you going to choose? There is one great, great line in that show, by the way. She said, I I made two choices in my life out of fear and they Mm. changed everything. Yeah. She, when she didn't want to have that baby at 13 and or 17 and the other choice of not saving her mother. I think that might've been the other choice. And, 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 you know, and we all have those choices that we make and sometimes we make good ones and sometimes we make bad ones and we have to move on from each, but you're right. When you said about learning, in this program, we learn, we learn to make our choices wisely. Yeah. Count to 10 before you make a choice or before, you know, one of the things I've learned is I respond now and I don't react. Me too. That's, that is the grace I'm talking about now. Yes. I'm looking for the, and as a television writer, I also write TV shows and I think about characters. There's a character arc. Now maybe she'll have an arc and she'll change. But you have to have, you have to go from a really low place to a high place in order to have a real successful TV series. You have to have characters grow mm-hmm. and change and decisions based on love. To me, that's all I'm interested in. I'm no longer interested in man's dark side at all anymore. I've seen enough of these kind of shows and serial killer shows and forensic files. And we know, there's, there's we know so the many, dark side. Yeah, there are so many of them. Hey, listen, by the way, I wanted to share with you. So last night, of course, when it gets to be the holiday time, especially in a small town, people are coming back in for the Christmas holidays to visit family, relatives, all that type of thing. And so I was out last night at a cigar bar, not that I smoke cigars, (laughs) but I went there because I was seeing some people and I met this lovely young lady that I had never met before. And she's from about an hour away from here. And she was visiting with someone and when she heard about God shots, she goes, oh, I want to talk to you about this. Now, I've never met this girl before, right? And she owns a salon. She does makeup and eyebrows and lashes and all that type of thing. And she was just talking about all the God shots that she's had in her oh, life. I love it. Oh, good. And she goes, I would love to talk about that type of thing. And she goes, how do I find out about it? How do I get involved with it? How, how do you make this bigger? She was all about it. She goes, our world needs this right now. More than anything. Oh and so I was like, that's really interesting that you're saying that because I said, it's just such a cool thing that we're doing. I think I do. Oh my God. I do too. We have to get it going more. And I love when the people, when, when the people are watching and they have comments and something has helped them and they want to be involved. I, I just think it's great. And our, in our, People that we've had on this year, our guests, 
we've had really great guests. We have. I look for really awesome things in 2023. So do I. I can't wait, Darlene. You're the best. I love working with you. I love our show. We're going to go. We're going to grow it like crazy. And Vinnie Keller's show, The Last Man We Did, he's getting rave reviews. They're sharing it everywhere. Wow. Back with his sons right now for the holidays. He looks like he's a new man. Wow, that's awesome. um, Yeah, a lot of people are are sharing that video. So I'm going to Put the link down below where you can watch all of our Godshots shows. And the podcast is on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, Radio Public, Breaker, Stitcher, and all the other podcast sites. So that's um, awesome. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I wish I could see your tree. I, I, well, I I can walk her off my computer. (laughs) I'm always, you should do that. I'm always back here in this office and I've got to learn how to mix it up and take this other places and, and do all of that. So, yeah. and, and I will get there and I will tell you that my um, lovely little Alexandria that lives out in California that recently moved from San Diego. She just moved a couple of days ago to Marina Del Rey. And, she, and so she called me and she's like, so are you ready to come to California and, and live in my apartment with me and get God shots going? And I said, ah, yeah, <laughs> oh, God, it'd be so great. So you, you're going to come out here. I hope. Yes. 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 Perfect. Yes. So, and, and so just to come and see you again, because we have great pictures from 2020 when it was still <laughs> the pandemic, the pandemic. And so now we're coming into 2023. So it's going to, it's just time. It's time. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to see you when we yeah. can get the whole yeah. show going. So any, what do you, what are your plans for the weekend? Anything? Um, nothing. We're just, I, I put up a tree. I'm still decorating more lights everywhere. I have lights outside. Last night was my big night going out to see all the lights. I'm so crazy. And we're just going to cook a nice dinner steak and stay home and so celebrate big- Christmas together. We've done Hanukkah and now we're going to do Christmas. That's awesome. But my son isn't going to be here and I'm kind of feeling you know, not dissed as a mother, but I, you know, he's with this new girlfriend and he's, they're visiting her family and I just have to let it go and wish him well and expect to hear from mom, him on Christmas because nobody wants to be tethered to their mommy when they're almost 30 years old, you know, he's right. got to start his life. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. That's good. Yeah. Now I'll have a couple of my boys will be here on Christmas Eve and they live right. local. So I'll see them and my grandkids. But then my oldest son, I haven't seen him in 18 months. I haven't even talked to him. I'm so sorry about that. You're yeah, still, it's still, yeah. It's a, diff, it's a difficult situation, but you know what? I've put it in God's hands and I know that whatever's happening is happening for a purpose. And if I step in the middle of that, I'll just make it worse. Okay. So that's, I need to hear that. Thank you. I need yeah. to stop nagging him and little hints. Hey, can I drop off your stocking? He's already gone to Texas, I guess. I have yeah. to return all the gifts. You know, I'll just give him his gifts when he gets back. That's all. I mean, you know, Christmas, we make it Christmas as a day. But yeah. It really should just be all year long. Exactly. And this love in our hearts all year long. Exactly. You know, and the kindness and the stuff that we do. So that's on us. That's but on yeah, us. it'll keep. And you know what? I, I have just found, you know, when I was given advice to, um, a girl I know, not that I'm, I'm any advice giver, but you know, she knew I had problems with my son and she was having problems with her daughter and her grandkids. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, you need to pray for that every day. You need to give her her space, let her be her own person and she'll come back around. Mm. And about five months later, the girl's back in her mother's life. Oh my she, God. 
Yeah. She's like, I've missed you. I want to be with you. And she came and told me, and I just looked at her and I'm like, I gave you the advice and it's working for you. I said, it's not working for me. <laughs> and I, it will work for you. It, it will. will work for you. And it'll work for me too, because I've done it before and it has worked. When yeah. I really let go and trust God, that's my lesson right now is trust. I keep that's taking my problem lesson. back. And then I, when I meddle in my own problems, they get bigger and there's no room for God to get in there. God is love. God is that power that lifted me out of suicidal depression and restored my life. I was talking tonight to a guy who said, aren't you enticed by all the liquor commercials everywhere and all those beautiful wines? And we downstairs on the bar, we have all these expensive wines and cognac that our family brought for themselves to share at Thanksgiving and all these parties. And I don't think twice about it, knock on wood. I mean, I'm like, what? He says, you are a miracle. In 28 years, I've never had a craving. That's, that's bizarre. That's, that's wonderful. But you know what, you know what that big book says in the beginning, very first page of that book says, this is the story of how hundreds, now it's thousands and millions, hundreds and maybe it says thousands of people have recovered by following this program. It doesn't say maybe you might, okay, we'll give it a try. Sometimes you will. It says have recovered, not recovering, not maybe it, if you follow the recipe, you will, you will not want to crave, you won't crave a drink. And it's very definitive 12 steps. And it doesn't have anything to do with whether you believe in a religion or a God at all. Really, there's, there's a power that will help you and lift you up. If you just do a simple step of surrendering or acting as if you believe and let the care, the program carry you the fellowship of the spirit. That's right. And you know what, that, that saying that you just said though, act as if that is so hard to do. Like when oh. you're depressed, act as if you're not, you know, and when yeah. you're, and you know, like I, I read something the other day, they said, we will, you know, it, th- this particular reading said, we will all have disappointments. Discouragement is a choice. Oh, I love that. Right. So I've heard this before. Don't diss yourself. Don't live in the realm of discouragement or disillusionment or disease. Even does, you know, don't live in that realm. Just lift your thoughts a little higher and imagine a better world. And once you start to point your thoughts upward, or at least toward the beauty and the goodness and the truth, there are actual laws in the universe. The law of harmony is a law. The law yes. of melody is a law. Yes. The law of beauty is a law. The law of truth is a law. These are laws. There's no law in, 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 in darkness and in chaos. It's disruptive and it's the dark, it pulls us down. We don't need to dwell in that, in that yeah, old story. That, that dark energy is not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And we have a choice. Every time we have a thought, we have a choice. Am I going to think negative or am I going to think positive? Is the glass half full or half empty? How do you want to look at things, you know? And that's like tonight, whenever um, you texted me, I mean, we're, we're a huge time difference, you know, three hours. Yeah. And um, like, I've been out running around trying to beat the weather, I guess, you know, but, but I thought this is so important that I wanted to see you. I wanted to talk to you because right now this makes my heart happy and sharing with others and knowing that people are enjoying the podcast and that there are God shots. This is a God shot. This is going to touch somebody that just needs to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And And for those people 
that feel depressed at Christmas time because they've lost people. Yeah. You know, like I say to them, I'm like, do you want to hear from them? Because if you do, then you have to focus on that. And you have to know that there's a very fine veil or line or whatever you want to call it between here and there. And I don't know, people talk about it. If you go, go look at a, um, um, a, a YouTube video on near death experiences and listen to what people say. I know there is, no there's, there's joy, there's love, there's happiness, there's togetherness. There's our people aren't gone. They're just different. They're just in another room. They're just mm -hmm. uh, behind a veil. But actually, that comes down to what I really believe in that there's no materialism. There's no solid matter in the universe. Science is now proving that it's all energy. So if it's energy, they call it energy. I call it spirit. We're living in an atmosphere of consciousness of our, of our thoughts, really. Right. And our thoughts make the man. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, thoughts make the man. Thoughts make the world. Mm -hmm. And Shakespeare said, there's nothing either good or bad that thinking makes it so. So if we're all colluding in this dream of, of goodness and this heavenly life here on earth, well, we could have it. We could have a beautiful life here on earth. We could stop dwelling on the bad and persecuting our enemies and walk in the law of love, the light of love, which is what the Christ came right. to teach us. Exactly. Love your enemies, which means don't see an enemy. Don't, you don't have to hang out with your enemy. Just don't don't judge them as an enemy. Don't label people as enemies. Oh, I love that. That's good. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, I struggle sometimes to stay out of judgment. I'm like so opinionated, like even with Beth Dutton last night, horrible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's a fictitious character. Larry's laughing at me because he both, he's a TV writer. He goes, this isn't real, Lydia. I go, yeah, but the men who wrote the character need to give her a little more love. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. do love Rip anyway. But I know. And it's, I mean, it's just a good show. And you know what it I've been thinking, I watched the wizard of Oz just briefly the other night. And, you know, if you watch that show as an adult and look at all of the lessons that are in that show, it's amazing. That show was way ahead of its time with teaching lessons. Totally. Mm -hmm. I want to just tell you one example along those lines. When I was out taking care of my parents and I had to move out to this terrible town I was judging it so horribly and it's sort of a the dregs of a county outside of here and my parents were in that area because the hospital was close and they were living out there they loved it they lived in it they were actually traveling RVing in their old age but when they got dementia I had to be near them and I was stationed out there and I I just hated it and I walked outside and went this is the ugliest town and I looked at the back of a building and I said look at that ugly building and then the next day I walked around the other side of the building and it was an oasis. There was palm trees and a little lake and beautiful flowers. And I went, I've been looking at the wrong side of the building, which wow. is the perfect metaphor for life. You know, you can put on a new pair of glasses and change your attitude at any moment. As, as you said, it's a choice. So right. if you're depressed and lonely, take this time to be alone and, and within. You're never alone. But exactly. be alone, alone with your higher self, the part of you that thinks loving thoughts and watch where that takes you. Take this time to get to know your true self. If you really are lonely and alone, then find that inner power and use this time. And if you can get out and help other people, volunteering is the quickest way out of, out of loneliness. 
Yeah, it sure is because you're serving others. And that's, that's the lesson that the Christ came into this world to teach. Exactly. He was a servant. He was a servant, not a taker, you know? And one of the things I would suggest too, because I know that you put this up and you can get comments that come back into you and stuff like that. Yeah. And if anybody out there is struggling or if anybody out there just feels like they don't, I'll tell you a story in a minute. This is a great story. But if somebody feels like they don't want to be part of anything anymore, then by all means, send an email, include a phone number, because guess what? I would love nothing more than to do service over this weekend and call somebody. Oh, or, thank or you, email Yeah, absolutely. That is so sweet of you. I'm going to put our email address, godshotsorg yes. at gmail.com, godshotsorg at gmail.com. I'll put it down in the chat. Um, absolutely. Please do that. And if anybody is struggling and you happen to, it's not a coincidence. If you happen to come upon this, this is a God shot, reach out and let's chat for Christmas. That's the way That's I look beautiful. at it. No, not a better Christmas ever. And one of the things I was just going to say, I want to go back to this. So back in, um, 19, 18 and 19 mm-hmm. is when I was working in bodybuilding and I was doing a lot of training in this. And one of my shows that I went to, I saw this man who fascinated me. Now imagine being backstage at that. Like you see, everybody's been eating the same. Everybody's been really working hard. It's athletic. I mean, it's very athletic. And I saw this one guy who had gotten, had just come off stage and had won third place. What was amazing about him was he had a prosthetic leg and had done all of this bodybuilding on one leg. And so I really... I admired him. So I went up to him and I said, I said, I don't want to be rude. I said, but I would like to ask your story because I think it's fascinating that you're standing here with third place and I have two legs and this was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, wow. And here was his story. Ready for this? So he was in a motorcycle accident and he really messed up his one leg bad. He had like 27 surgeries on his one leg. And it's still just, he just couldn't get out of pain, couldn't get out of pain. They they had done everything they could do. And they said, the final thing is amputation. He's like, then take it because I can't, I can't take this pain anymore. So they amputated his leg and I don't know what month it was, but I do remember the month that he said he was sitting in his house and he had a shotgun sitting beside himself because he just thought he couldn't do it anymore. Now he's an amputee, doesn't know what he's going to do with his life. And it was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve and he was sitting there with the gun and the doorbell rang and it was the FedEx person and the FedEx people hand him a box and it was his prosthetic leg and so now he's sitting on the couch leg on one side gun on the other side and that's when he called somebody to get him into the gym and help him start training yeah. Oh my he's, God. He's like a on. I know. And it was on Christmas Eve. And he's like, and I have since realized what a gift God sent me when he sent that leg. Oh, how wonderful. Is oh, that not the coolest? That is totally a God shot. That is so cool. So cool. And yes. And he is known because I was in Kentucky and on my way out, I, I love motorcycles. So on my way out, they had a beautiful big Harley store. And I thought, I'm just going to stop here and see if they have any apparel that I don't see back where I live. <laughs> right? And I walked in and there was a few gentlemen talking, like maybe four or five guys. And they looked at me and they obviously, because it was a small town, they obviously knew that I was 
out of place and didn't, you know, wasn't from there. And they started talking to me and I told them I had just done an event and explained it to them. And I said, there was a man there and they all knew him. They all knew him and everybody admires him because now he's an inspiration to people. Of course. So if you're going through something dark right now, don't quit before the miracle happens, right? Don't, I love that one. Don't quit before the miracle. Don't. That's right. Oh, because it's so when people are give up and they just think their only hope is to shoot themselves. Right. Please don't give up before the miracle. Just hang in there and call someone. Yes. You know, call someone, reach out to Lydia and I just do it. I mean, send us an oh, email because we have our email down below. We're going to put it below the chat again. And you know what? The, here's the funny part. I have been praying to God. What can I do to serve over this holiday weekend? What can I do to serve? And I know I'm going to serve my family. I'm cooking, I'm hosting. Yeah. I have bought gifts, those types of things, but that's really not what the spirit of the season of Christmas is about. It's about giving selflessly to others that are in need. So that is actually everything. In fact, that is the quickest way out of financial. When you, when you're really in lack, the minute you start giving, it's like all of your needs are filled. I've, I've seen this happen like clockwork. When you're out of a job, go volunteer, believe it or not, you'll have job you'll have job offers after that it's very strange how it works the oh, more you give the yeah. more you receive i've never seen it fail that if you give I, from your I heart with the right, right motives it doesn't mean you go out just to get that other job but everyone who's out there volunteering means that they that they're that means they have enough to give and people who have enough to give are always given more it's very strange it, and it's, it does that's just the laws and how that works the law I mean, of attraction it is. Yes, it is. And I remember I met a man, he now has about 10 years sober, but when he was first getting sober, so if anybody out there is just getting sober or going through some real crisis and just getting back on your feet, um, this guy had no money, no job, and was staying in somebody's basement. And this, I guess it might've been a sponsor or something was saying, he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't have any money. I don't have a place to stay. He goes, go to a meeting, go to a meeting. And he was like, you know what? Because that's, he's like, that's ridiculous. I need a job. I need this. I need that. And so, but he kept putting one foot in front of the other. And just during that hour, we'd go to the meeting and he was sitting in a meeting one day and he was talking about his problems. At the end of the meeting, a guy came over to him and said, I have a job for you. (laughs) And he had a job that paid him enough money to get an apartment. Yes. I mean, and, and all he did was the next right thing, the next right thing. Do the next indicated step, the next right thing, she just said. You know, I've seen that happen every time without fail. Every time you put your program first, God first, you put love first, you, you stop yes. worrying, stop worrying. Yes. And you do the next right thing, your needs are supplied like clockwork. If you have a broken down car, I've heard of this happening. Go out and bring, deliver meals on wheels. Go out, deliver something to the poor. Take something and help an elderly woman deliver a blind person, uh, read them a book. That car will never be out of commission. That car will get, get it repaired. It'll get all its, its tires fixed. That's this right. friend of mine was had a broken down car and the car just kept, he kept getting blessings back. He had a brand <laughs> new car after that. Yeah. And so it's just, I mean, it is awesome how it worked. And, and even doing this show right now is lifting my spirits. Me too. You know, it's just kind of lifting things to where they should be, you know, which is just really awesome. And this was, this was a dream and a desire. I really wanted to do um, 
a podcast for Christmas. Oh, I love it. I'm so happy we got it going. I know. And say Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year. And no matter where you're at in the sunshine or the cold and whether you're wearing ugly sweaters or (laughs) camo. Put on your ugly sweater. And if you're alone, put on an ugly sweater and make yourself some popcorn and just cuddle up. That's right. Count your blessings. Count even the the crack in your coffee cup because it means you have eyes to see. And believe me, I have a girlfriend who has lost her vision and she mm. found a second vision. She was too embarrassed to even use a, a cane or a, a seeing eye dog at first. And now she's got a whole life that blossomed out of this so-called blindness at the age of 50. So wow, keep falling up in life. Don't give up. I love that. Fall up. Fall up. And we're going to be here that. to help you. And you look so beautiful, Darlene. I want to wish you a merry, beautiful, happy Christmas. Thank you. You just gave me cold chills. I needed this tonight. I so appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Oh, I and, gave me chills too. I love you. And you know what? For for everybody that's listening and wanting to know about God Shots and the podcast and what's going on, you know, hang on. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you a good thing started for 2023, and maybe even do a New Year's show. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the however the spirit leads, but um you know, it's just, it's a wonderful thing. And, and, and those cold chills and just being upbeat, you know? Yeah. Stay up, you know, stay on the upside, you know, the darkness is going to be there. We don't need to focus on, you know, what's interesting. Um, I think Einstein said this too. Uh, Darkness is the absence of light. And this is the the season of light Yeah. and cold is the absence of warmth and everything is the source is the sun or life. So you know, don't mingle in the dark side too much. You don't want to be pulled down that way. You can always turn around and, and go the other way. That's right. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. And sometimes it's one minute at a time. Yeah. But or second. You know what? Like I said before, don't quit until the miracle happens because it will. It always and does. It always does. And it's been great seeing you. I love you. I love you too. Blessings. Merry Christmas to you too. Merry Christmas to everybody and um, safe, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And And thanks for all of your support in 2022 for watching and being part of and being our guests and everything else that you've given us. It's been wonderful. And we're going to have some exciting new guests on the show coming up and we're going to expand the show. So stay tuned and thanks for watching. Thank you. Light to you all. Bye-bye.